Do you find yourself running out of time to accomplish your work? Are you spending time doing things that you're not that good at? There are effective ways to outsource these tasks so you can focus on your business. This is the Virtual Success Show. We bring the inside scoop on outsourcing success for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Malouf and Barbara Turley. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Success Show, where I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Malouf. Hey Matt, how's it going? I'm excellent, Barb, and yourself? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. I'm trialing out a new space today in Sydney. I'm at the beautiful WeWork uh, co-working space in Sydney recording this podcast. Very cool. Very cool. So for today's show, uh, guys, we're going to do the third um, in a three-part series that uh, Matt and I are quite excited about. So the three-part series where we talk about VA versus project manager versus um, operations director or more of an operations manager. And the first show we did, it's worthwhile listening to that, where we dissected each of those roles and where they fit in in your business. And then in the second part of the this three-part series, we looked at, you know, getting the right people in the right seats on the right bus. Because sometimes, you know, you've got the right people, but they might be in the wrong seats. So, and that can destabilize things. And often we see people just getting rid of staff rather than just figuring out whether that is the issue. And in this third part, we really want to get into this operations project manager piece. And I've brought on a very good friend of mine um, and someone who helps me out a lot in my business too, Sarah Nockett who is a certified online business manager and trainer. She's one of only three people in the whole world who is actually um, able to train people to be online business managers. And she runs an amazing agency of uh, OBMs from Tel Aviv. And she's joining us today, very early in the morning from Tel Aviv. Hey, Sarah, Mm -hmm. how's it going? Hey, I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. So look, Sarah, to kick things off, can we just talk about, you know, you run... OBMs, which are online business managers. Let's just explain to the listeners, break it down. What is an online business manager? What's the sort of definition there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, a great question that I get asked quite often. So basically, an online business manager deals with the management piece of an online business. So project management, people management, operations management, and um, resources management. So you'll often find um, an OBM in the place uh, with working alongside the business owner where the business owner, you know, comes to the table with the what, you know, what is it? What's the strategy behind the business? Uh, What are the products that we're selling? You know, what is our why, basically? And the OBM comes with the how. How are we going to implement this? What team members do we need? Um, What strategies or tools do we need to build out? And then they will work together with a business owner and the team to make sure that the day-to-day operations run really smooth, make sure that projects run run smooth and that, you know, that the team is happy, basically, (laughs) on a lot of levels. So, yeah, and, and what about, because you guys build out processes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, owners hate doing. I know. <laughs> we, I, I'm, I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, it's so funny. I love systems. I've always built out systems for things. I feel like, well, doesn't everybody love this? But in my, in my years as working as an OBM, I've realized that's, that that is really not the case. So our agency specifically specializes in systems. And generally speaking, um, as somebody who certifies OBMs, 
there is a degree of systems creations and systems management because the idea is to have the business running like a fine-tuned machine like based on the systems in the business rather than based on people. So you might come to, you know, if you're an online business owner and you have a blog or a podcast and you have a virtual assistant who comes on the team and is the one responsible for manage or not for managing, but for carrying out the tasks. And then that person leaves and you're like, well, you know, the online business owner is like, well, I don't even know what she was doing and we've got no system for this. And now we're basically building it again. So an OBM in that case would, as part of the team management, would work with the VA or alone and set up systems so that when people, you know, which which happens, you know, people, I know you guys have talked about this too on the podcast, people leave um, and you need to have a system set up so that um, someone can come right in there and seamlessly carry on. So I'm interested here in that in your view, because I know you see this a lot as well. We have certain, you know, some clients come to us and they want all these systems and processes mm-hmm. and they hire a VA and that's great. And like, you know, our VAs can take people a long way in this path, but right. where does the line, where's the line for you between the whole VA thing and then online business manager and where do people yes. used? Yeah. So generally speaking, an OBM would not come onto a team if there was no VA on on the team because basically a VA it, it's the it's the implementer the doer role so it mean doesn't necessarily need to be a VA it could be like a tech support or 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 um, a developer but generally speaking it is a virtual assistant who is you know in the seat of implementing and doing uh, whereas the OBM is more in the role of managing and having an oversight to make sure that that gets done. An OBM is very much a big picture thinker and usually comes on the scene when um, a client is, 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 is really mentally and emotionally ready to kind of hand over the reins of what is the management day-to-day. So, you know, when it comes to who else is on the team? A V an OBM wouldn't be on a team of just the with just the own business owner. There has to be somebody there who can implement. And oftentimes, when I come on a team as a, as an OBM working in the OBM role, I might I might be the doer of a task for sixty days, for example, in order to make sure that that task runs smoothly, that um, it works well in the grand scheme of the of the big picture of the business. And then once that's you know, done and buttoned up, then I would pass that along to the VA to like further carry on the recurring repetitive task of completing that. Um, and Sarah, what are some of the um, easy identifiers for our listeners on um, whether an OBM is is right for them or they should be considering one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I think it's an issue of is my, so first off, because, you know, I, I, as someone who's been an online business owner for, you know, going on almost almost seven years, I think the first piece is, is, you know, do you have a proven business model? So is your business something that is, um, you know, clearly making money? Um, you know, you're able to recreate success, meaning if you're selling a product, it doesn't just sell once and then that's the end of it, but something, you know, you're selling your services or you're selling an online product over and over again. So definitely a proven business success model. Um, So there is a certain revenue that we like to see as online business managers. So I generally say like 
you know, I usually like, I like to give it a figure. I'm a really straight up kind of gal. And I say, you know, if you're making between at least between five to 10 K us in revenue a month, then you're likely ready to start to bring on um, an OBM. Um, Of course, you know, the first person you hire on is likely a VA because these on these online business owners will be the OBMs of their own business until the revenue is where it needs to be. And the team members, I mean, there needs to be something to manage, right? So it's sort of like, is there a business to manage? Is there a team to manage? You know, what is really happening on the operations? The idea for us really at the end of the day is to take the day-to-day project and people management off of our clients' plates so that they can really focus on uh, growing the business in terms of, you know, the creative aspects, like what products can I create? You know, what clients do I need to schmooze? Like more of that stuff. So we're freeing up their time by taking over the team management so they can actually do what they are, what they are good at, you know, because not, not all of them are great project managers or operations managers for sure. Most, so. most of them are my experience. That's right. That's right. So it's, yeah. <laughs> and, and the reality is not many of us got into business to be project managers. We got into exactly. business because of what you just yeah. talked to. Exactly. Okay. And, and so, um, okay, so we've identified I've, I've, I've got a business uh, that's uh, in a model that's working. Mm-hmm. Um, um, obviously, then I'm, uh, I'm probably quite busy and I'm looking for somebody to, uh, to come in and take over all of that. Um, those tasks you're talking about and projects. Uh, how would I define, uh, decipher between uh, an online business manager or maybe having someone come into an office work, working next to hmm. me? I think it really, I mean, it depends on, um, on you as the business owner. Most, I would say most of my clients don't actually have a physical office. So that would be the first thing. You know, they work from home. Um I think if you're at the point where you are sitting in a physical office and want to build out a business that is um, more offline in a sense. Um, so our, our clients are, are building empires online, you know, from, from their homes. A lot of them are, a lot of them, part of their, part of their why of having the business is, you know, they're taking care of their kids or they're, you know, they're a caregiver or they want to have the flexibility to travel. So General, I mean, I don't really come across clients who, um, you know, I would say then you probably need to look at hiring uh, a full-time or, you know, maybe a part or full-time employee. And generally, online business managers like virtual assistants are are contractors. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you want to hire a contractor or do you want to have an employee coming in? Um, and, and, you know, for the record, I mean, all of my OBMs here in, in Tel Aviv are all um, employees and we all work remotely. So, um, and, and of course we do have days where, you know, we try to get together once a month, you know, to, for, for, for team morale and all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, you, you generally wouldn't have an OBM working in the office. Is it really for online? So, so the OBM mm. thing, so let's talk about the difference then between an online business manager, the OBM thing, and mm-hmm. then getting an operations director or a chief operating officer type role into a larger business that maybe has, you know, could have a, have a large online presence, but also has a large offline presence. Where would right. you mind there? Or what, like, would you, how would you describe that? 
Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, again, I think it, I think for me, it comes back to a revenue thing, you know, in a lot of ways. If a business is generating more than $2 million in revenue, um, and I speak in US dollars, which my, most yeah. of my clients are, well, I, I have a lot of clients in Australia too, but um, I would say that if your business is making over $2 million, then you probably do need to look at bringing in an operations manager um, in the employee sense. And that might, that person might be, might, might've started off as an online business manager that, you know, moved into a, a more, um, because I think as the business grows, you have the OBM kind of comes in when the business is at a very sensitive point of growth, you know, maybe before the business owner can really afford to have, um, you know, consistent employees and salaries and all of that, um, you know, and it, because I love this because it's actually a bit of a stepping stone, which I, I didn't mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, it's more like so if somebody's not quite ready yet to have their own operations manager, mm-hmm. but they're struggling with, um, they've got the VA, but they're finding that there's the managing the people, they haven't really mm. built out their processes you know, as effective. And they're not, and they're not, and they're not, and they don't even want to. <laughs> yeah, and they're, str- and they're in that kind of crevice, I suppose. And they, <laughs> that is to think about something like what you guys are offering this yes. business manager type role to and it, get you out of that, over that hump of that initial um, setup stage. That is exactly it, Barb. And it's funny because as an OBM, my success comes when I can off-board myself from a client's business and replace myself with a full or part-time employee to take over that operations role or the project role or the team role. Um, And sometimes it takes a couple different team members to replace us. Usually that's the case. But, um, you know, because the business is bigger, there's more revenue, there's more products, there's there's more team to manage. In your... Yeah, that's that's, that's success for us. Yes. I see. That's ex- and I actually, j- I had that, you know, we, you know, we have it quite often. And I just recently, for example, offboarded myself from a client I had been working with for two years. Um, you know, this is a woman who makes more than a million in revenue in her online business. She's a coach. And it was, it was like a, a joyous occasion when I was able to bring on an, an empl- like a full-time employee to replace me and take over managing. I had the system set up. I had a really, you know, we were using Teamwork PM. I know you guys are Asana fans and, you know, whatever, like we, everything was done and she just, anything project management. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, everything was done and everything was like, you know, here's, here's, I rolled out the red carpet for that person to like waltz in and just take over the rain. So it was a, it was a good day for both me and the client. Cause I was like ready to kind of take on a new project and, and she was, she was ready to take on employees, which was cool. And, and I think this is a, a, on, re- Matt, a really important, a really important point for listeners is that it's choosing the the right team member for the right stage of business. Um, and and what Sarah was just talking to there is you know um, invited in probably you know when the business was a, a lot less than a million dollars in turnover, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, builds up, you know, f- fulfills a role, and then. Um, it effectively almost makes that particular role redundant because it's reached its expiry date within the business and needs something new. And um, and the reason I think this is a really important point for listeners is I think that too often we hold on to people too long and, and we don't allow our people and systems to grow with the business. I think that's just a really important point you've highlighted. 
Yeah, that's that's excellent. Yeah. I, it, it actually brings us back, Matt, to, you know, the, the second show that we did in this three-part series is that whole thing of right people, right boss, uh, right people, right seats, right boss, so at the right time. And as, you, as your business does grow, um, I think th- this is a really interesting space because I think a lot of people don't realize this exists out there. And it oh. is that stepping stone, actually, to going from VA to potentially team of VAs and then not getting stuck in that crevice because you think you can't afford to hire a, a, an operations director, which would be eventually that you would move to that level. So this is like your big stepping stone, which is great for so many businesses. It really is. And I think it's true. A lot of people don't know that we exist or that, um, you know, because it is a virtual, it's a virtual support role. Um, and in a lot of ways, we get categorized under the virtual assistant, you know, greater umbrella term as a type of person that can come in and do these things. And I, I so often, I mean, because I, I did my, my own sales calls for my agency for years. And most of the people that come in are, are, are besides themselves with, you know, stress and overwhelm because they, they have a few VAs or a few team members and, you know, they've kind of put off or ignored or, or maybe felt like, well, you know, I'm an okay project manager or I can't handle the operations or I don't want to pay somebody to do all of this, but they're literally spinning their wheels, burnt out, um, can't really, you know, their, their client, their customers aren't happy because they're not given, you know, they, they're not really given enough attention because the, the business owner, quite frankly, isn't, you know, it doesn't have time for every last thing. So I think um, as well, I see it on my side. And I know, Matt, you would see this as well when you're coaching. But what, what we see is that somebody gets a few VAs through us and they're all excited in the beginning and it goes great. And then they try to elevate the VA into mm. this role because they've got a great VA that is exceptional and, and may, may, you know, progress to that kind of a role. But what they do is they promote them into this sort of a role and overnight expect them to be able to take that on. Yeah. It's actually a totally different, like it's a, yeah. it's a whole other level to being a VA. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Well, it's actually I, a I di- think, mindset and skill set. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, totally. Absolutely. It is a different skill and mindset. And, and I think a lot of the time these business owners expect that the VA will continue to be the implementer or the doer on the team in addition to project management. And I think one of the things as business owners that you have to really be attuned to is you can't be the big picture thinker. Like you can't be in the OBM role working on bigger, yeah, helping the client with the strategy and helping the client, you know, basically carry out the what in their business by managing you can't be in the day-to-day and have the big picture in mind so it's it's hard and a lot of the times because I see it all the time with in my on my teams is the VAs are still very much in that mentality of doing and a, a VA is such an important role in a business you need to have somebody that's strong with the implementation and strong with the tech skill and strong with you know what it is that they're doing and a lot of the times it just doesn't translate over yeah, Matt, what would you see? I mean, you would see this in coaching businesses as well, major gaps when you're trying to, you know, get strategy through and there's, there's gaps in the team. Absolutely. And, and, and it comes back to that, that the second show in this, in this series, it's putting the right people in the right seats, getting them doing the right things. And, and I talk to it in, in my book, The Stop Doing List, about, you know, playing in your genius, you know, doing the things you love, the things you're really good at and that are profitable. And, I think too often we try and get people to do things that they're not very good at or uh, or don't have the right um, skill set or desire to learn the skills um, 
Or the third thing is it actually needs to be done now and it doesn't ha- it can't afford the time for somebody to learn the new skills. And so all it does is create frustration and, uh, and stress. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than choosing the right person and putting them in the right seat, I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah, and I think the promoting somebody as well. I've you know seen a lot of our clients in particular really want to promote their VAs, and I think what we've got to recognise there is while that is it's great, like and I love to see that happen because obviously it's career development for our VAs. Mm-hmm. But you're almost taking on a whole new role for yourself again because you've got to mentor that person and train them up into this new position. So it might be worthwhile looking at sort of what you know an online business manager to even work alongside that VA. And then, as you say, um, Sarah, when the business eventually graduates off you guys, there could be a role for that VA to maybe step up into or play a bigger role eventually. But the dream, mm-hmm. just there's a lot involved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a whole other role. So, Sarah, um, what would you, so what, what are the sort of final, you know, the top three tips that you would give to anyone who's in this wheel spinning, has a few VAs? What are your sort of, Top three. Yeah, well, that's that's juicy. Top three. I would say, I would say, I would say, recognizing that it's a mindset shift. You know, as a as a business owner, you have to really be prepared to um, kind of explore what it what it would mean to step out of that day to day. Because I think, as a lot of us as as online business owners, you know, we kind of hold on to the control. So, you know, is, are you ready to relinquish? The step one is, you know, are you really ready? Or tip one is get ready to sort of relinquish the control. Mm-hmm. Um, tip two would be, you know, you definitely need to have other team members. So there's, it's very, very rare that my team will come in um, and support an, uh, an online business owner or any business owner if there aren't any team members. Um, because then it just isn't good for anybody and the roles get very skewed. <laughs> yeah, um, so, you know, having, you know, the tip is that you need to bring on a VA ideally or have somebody in the implementation role. And we, we, if we were to come on a team like that, and we do, um, it's just about coming in with the expectation that, okay, in the, in the next 60 days, we're hiring a VA. So, you know, tip two is, is know that there, there has to be other team members, there will be other team members. And I think, you know, tip three is, you know, it's just really, um, you have to have enough revenue yeah. in order to bring on, um, bring on this kind of role. So, you know, if, if a client is making, you know, anywhere between five to 40 or 50 K a month, like that's kind of the sweet spot for an OBM. So it's like, is your revenue uh, where it needs to be? And are you making consistent revenue? Yeah, that's a very good point. And I think, well, I think if somebody isn't making that kind of revenue, yeah, you're still in the stage where there's a lot of doing to be done by yourself and you may just have to cope with the VA. You, you've That's right. Business you have to be that project manager or the project manager, OBM. You have to be that role. Well, unless you're willing, to, I guess, unless you've got money to invest. Like maybe exactly. you want to invest the money. Yeah, some people <laughs> yes, do that. Yes, yes. Some um, people do do that. And it, you know, it is, you know, I think that they have to, they're in the mindset for like, I'm ready to scale. I'm ready to elevate. Um, I know that this is going to work kind of thing. So yeah. There are, we have come across clients like that, but it's always kind of that tricky situation because I, you know, there are certain requirements that we have because also as OBMs, we tend to be on, on a team for, you know, sometimes six months, sometimes two years, you know, it's usually around two or three years where, 
um, you know, m- maybe it's, it sort of gets stale after a while and the, the, the business kind of needs to grow a little bit more, but, you know, generally speaking, I think, um, you know, business owners have to do it, do it themselves if their revenue isn't where it needs to be with the VA. Yeah. So, um, any final questions from you, Matt? No, all good. It's been fantastic. Thank you yeah. so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you guys. <laughs> I really feel this is an under, I just think this is an area that people are not aware of out there. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like years ago when nobody knew what a VA was. It's like, this is kind of the next thing. Yes. People don't know that this stepping stone is out there. So I think this well, is a valuable show. Yeah. And one of the things that, um, you know, just to sort of speak to that, I think in the last five years, I know I've noticed this, I'm sure you guys have too, there has been so many changes and you can no longer have that one size fits all team member that can like be the unicorn and do everything. Um, Tech is becoming more complicated, not more complicated, but just more advanced. You know, things are online tools are more sophisticated and online businesses are more sophisticated and there's no really a one team member fits all kind of role that used to be okay five years ago. Now, you know, People are up-leveling. People want more. There's more virtual teams um, and all of and all of that comes along with that. So if people want to connect with you, find out more, they want to you know, talk, to, talk to you guys about maybe how an OBM would work in their business, where, where should they go? Yeah, they can head, out, head on over to saranoked.com, um, we'll S-A-R-A-H, yeah, N-O-K-E ed.com and they can book a, um, a free consultation with us and you know I'll straight up we'll tell them if it's a good good place or not because as OBMs we need to make sure that uh, the business can actually support us otherwise it just you know makes for a not a, not a comfortable situation so I will and usually I'll send them your way if and of course, the, I know there's going to be, you know, some people listening might actually like the idea of becoming an OBM. Yes. Something that you, you've got another business that yes. actually trains people in that. So where, where should anyone go? They, they can, they can head on over to the website as well, or to even obmcertification.com and see the whole program there. Brilliant. That's great. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for today. And I look, you know, I know the listeners are going to get loads out of this. Um, guys, if you are getting a lot out of this show, please give us a rating and a review over on iTunes. We would love it because it helps us to get the show out to more people and help more people. And also, if there's a show that you want us to cover, an idea, um, pop into the Facebook group, uh, the Virtual Success Show on Facebook, and let us know what kind of show that you would like to do. So thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, everyone, for today. And we'll Thanks, Barb and Matt. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Success Show. If you found this show helpful, take a moment to share it with a friend so that we can all grow together. Find out more about the inside scoop on outsourcing success by going to our website, virtualsuccessshow.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.